Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hey everybody and welcome back to Knowing is Half the Podcast, episode 24, Cobra Soundwaves, here in full effect for y'all. Whoa, did you just try and get urban? Yeah. That is unacceptable. No. That is not a thing you should ever do. I'm not allowed to no. put on my rap persona? No. And if any if any white person ever told you it's okay to say the N-word, if you uh, make Did it I a say the N-word R, in there and not realize it? Make it a Did soft I? R. Don't listen to him. You I'm just, just saying. him ten times worse than he actually He's is. Just, no, no. I'm just saying that he is headed down a dark path. Wow. If we can stop him now, we can forestall any future unpleasantness. I just honestly, when you said that, you suckers. I thought, I thought, I, I honestly thought I wasn't paying attention, and I just dropped racially insensitive dialogue in there without realizing it. And now you got me second guessing all my choices in life. Jeez, oh, Pete's. In any case, I am Race Decanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Bolito. And we are gathered here today. Oh God! In the in presence the of a beautiful man, Matt Manser. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Oh, no, no. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> There's a podcast. Uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, the write, Writer's Block. And every, he signs off with, say, uh, like, say goodnight person. And Gracie. the person never does it. The guest never does it because they, yeah, the, it's, you say, say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Mm-hmm. That should be any, any, any comedy writer should know what that is. No, none of his guests do, and they're all comedy writers. Maybe none he specifically tells them not to. <laughs> that would be weird. Like, don't do something funny. <laughs> so, note to self: one of the four of us needs to get on this show so we can be the first. Yeah, sure. right. Yeah. Just to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. So let's keep writing that comedy, guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here talking about episode twenty-four of GI Joe on our on our broadcast board. Cobra sound waves. Cobra said, Gina did not love this episode as much as I did. I thought this was a great, interesting did episode. You really? I, I, why do you keep doubting me? It's, I really it was, did. It was very boring. I found it very boring. Even the landscape is boring. It opens on a desert. It's a desert. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with this and just say that normally Cobra is trying to take over the world, trying to do some big money shit, and they've got some crazy ass device to do it with. This time, they have a machine that is pretty good at stopping airplanes. Yes. That's it. That's their whole plan to take over the world. But it's in the shape of a cobra head. Is that we're going to... like That doesn't stop tanks. I don't know why they didn't just roll up with a bunch of Jeeps 
and attack this place. But um, I will say that I will say that this episode proves once again that Cobra is uh, responsible for all of the world's current problems. Like oh, we've yes. already decided in past episodes that they're responsible for global warming. Mm-hmm. They they started global warming. That is correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now they're uh, now the gas shortage. Now they well but, this I is mean, the this is the second time we'll get into there um, now Matt real quick before we start Matt you've never seen GI Joe before is this right um, that's right I I would often see the uh, the PSAs because GI Joe was on before probably Tiny Toons or Animaniacs or something uh, like sure. that so I'd catch the end definitely Transformers if you used to watch two, that no okay I just watch the silly comedies uh, the silly this sounds eras though. yeah I mean this originally aired in the 80s. 84 to 86 no it Tiny originally yes like but it 90. stayed on the, no you're right but Matt's not it may not have wrong. been it may oh, have like been, reruns? Uh, may have been Bugs Bunny may have been like the yeah, G.I. Joe stayed mm-hmm. on originally at like the 4.30 p.m. slot, like the money slot, oh. um, right before like uh, uh, other Not up through local the news 90s, though. Not it through the 90s. might have been the, 80, the 89 yeah, reboot. But, but, might have but, been that. Oh, But there was okay. also, because then they shunted it to the mornings, so it was on at 7 a.m. every day on, uh, 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 I think, Channel 50, where we're from. Because Matt's another Michigan guy. Yeah. Channel 50. Yeah. Channel 50, you know. Uh, WDIV? No, that's Channel 4. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't think of the call letters. No. But anyway. what this is, uh, nobody <laughs> needs to know the call no, letters. I need to do. know. We can Google it WX- later. Uh, do channel that. 7 was WXYZ. XYZ. Uh, channel 2 was WJBK. <laughs> WJBK, Channel 2. See, if it were actually WXYZ, I would actually be interested. Because it is. Is it, it really? It is. 100% is WXYZ. Oh, wow. That ABC, is, WXYZ. I'm still not interested. Easy. <laughs> 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 oh, no, let's talk about it some more until you but, get interested. But it was really, they, they put it around, even when it was kind of on its second, third runs, and it was, you know, not necessarily like the hit big show anymore, and they weren't new. It still stayed on for a while and through the early 90s and whatnot. Yeah. So it's entirely possible they had it on at like 3.30, and then Tiny Toons came on at 4. Yeah. That was absolutely a reasonable thing from, from 1991, uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So, uh, so, so, did you find this episode as boring as Chan and Gina did, or are you with me? Is this action-packed exciting? I mean, it's hard to tell because I haven't seen it before, so I don't really have much to compare it to. No, what did you feel watching What did it? you feel inside? What was in your heart, Matt Manser? Um, I mean, I was, I was entertained. I also feel Thank like you. it yeah. is... It is <laughs> we have seen this exact type of episode... Yes. So many times We are before. going to see it so many times. I know, but every field. once in a while, they throw in, like, you know, ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and weird stuff like that. And Gina giant... comes to a military <laughs> cartoon for ghosts. I mean, this one had the, uh, the ESP moment, which was yes, pretty great. Also, we got a flashback from two oh, episodes boy, ago. To, yeah, we're gonna have to deal with that. Twin. I got a lot of questions about that, and Chan, I've got a, just to like, get you ahead of time. I have a lot of science questions coming up a little bit later on. So happy uh, to answer them. <laughs> I mean, you're our resident I also science jerk. Some. I, I have also have one major question, which is why are we still watching this? <laughs> <laughs> it's for the people, Gina. No, I'm kidding. I really want to get generations. the next the next ghost Roman ghost episode. We are closing in on. On a third of the way through, yeah. which is to say, we're still not very far into it. Well, that's good because I'll be really mad if I've made my whole poster and and it takes me as long as and <laughs> and now it's the final movie. Yeah, here you go, Gina. Get ready, and we're going to add a dozen new characters in the final movie too that didn't exist in that's any of the cartoons. Me so long is that there are a lot of characters uh. on Wikipedia that we've only ever seen once. <laughs> yes, and I have to decide if I want to print them up and write up their name. Might as well or not, Gina Worth. It's totally worth. I don't know. 
So we open up with an air fight in the desert where I'm not. Why is G.I. Joe even there in the first place? That's to what I couldn't steal, figure out. To steal gas. No, no. Why is G.I. Joe oh, there? We know why know, Cobra's to there. To prevent the gas from being <laughs> stolen. But how do they know that it's getting stolen? Their friend, the Sheik. Is oh, there. that's right. Oh, yeah. Sheik Ali. Sheik Ali. What are you doing? What is that? Second racist moment. Second racist I don't know the lyrics to Aladdin. It's a Disney. Disney's not racist. Prince it can't be. Abubu. Song of the South. What? It's, it's Prince Ali, Fabulous He, Ali Ababwa. Oh, now I'm racist. Actual sure. Lyrics. No, those are the actual lyrics. <laughs> Written by a white person, so I don't see, even that want to hear it. See, what you just did is the equivalent of uh, yes. uh, whatever that uh, that ching chong, ting tong, ting long thing. That's what you just did. God damn she it. got it right. She got the lyrics. Uh, I'm not as big a Disney fan as maybe I should be. <laughs> I apologize to all the Disney. Wait, HR, HR men, can I apologize right now? I will say, I, I feel like at some point they need to let us know that there is is a mole inside Cobra because I would buy a lot more stuff. Like I would buy the fact sure. that they were like, oh, they're probably going to going to rob the mint building. Dude, have you seen, you've seen these, these, uh, uh, the Cobra underlings. All you got to do is capture one of them, and it'll be like, and you have Roadblock come up to him and go, Arr! and they're like, oh no, we're going to be attacking Sheik Ali's uh, oil fields in two weeks. It's true though. I mean, you're not wrong. Well, we get uh, Asa and Wild Weasel are doing a little bit of a, like a zoom zoom little World War it's One dogfight. Dogfighting. Well, after Michael Vick, I don't feel comfortable using that phrase anymore. <laughs> are wild? either of them black? Yes. Neither of them are black. Wild Weasel, we don't Ace know. Wild Weasel. Who is Wild Weasel? We've never seen him before. We've seen him before. Oh, he's okay. a cobra. Gina, as not, usual, you didn't not. remember, but we've totally seen him before. He's not on my poster. <laughs> I will say that I kind of want to see Ace get into a uh, a card playing pun off with Gambit from X Men oh, because there were like four lot like it, like he start he's like uh, That's all he knows he's like time to reshuffle this deck. And then looks like they don't want to play anymore. And then uh, uh, later on, there's one where he says, uh, if Cobra's got all the cards, let's deal ourselves a new hand. <laughs> what's like really really <laughs> sticking to this motif. What's really depressing to me is I didn't notice any of those puns. Oh, that seemed like natural oh, conversation to me. <laughs> and that just said something They're about like, me. His name is Ace. Let's just do this for the whole episode. <laughs> I mean, that's his, that's his jam, though. Uh, but it's his character game. I think that's it. He really that sticks to it. Yeah. I mean, you got one. You got one thing. You got a show with eighty-five characters on it. <laughs> you got to find your one thing, that's and you got to ride it into Otherwise, the dirt. Otherwise, I won't remember any of them. Yeah. I mean, now you're going to remember who Ace is. You won't remember who I Ace won't. is. No. I haven't printed him up yet. <laughs> He's. I honestly confused him with uh, Airborne. Damn it! Until Me Airborne, too. I didn't even uh, recognize this dude was Airborne because they go out of their way. Because did he sound totally different than he sounded two episodes ago? He looked more Native American in this episode. I think now that we know that he's supposed to be, it's a little clearer. But the voice but was like straight out of Brooklyn. I don't know what's going on anymore. There was a little bit of a, a <laughs> rhythm thing, like you could tell. It's like, all right, you're from Brooklyn, but also you're a Native American. So just try and get in that, you know, stilted that tonto. But, he, tonto, but he's from New Mexico. He's not even from Brooklyn. But all of a sudden, and voiced by Peter Cullen. Uh, yeah, Optimus like, Prime definitely heard Wait, that. Wait, isn't yeah. this like the third time that someone's supposed to be from somewhere and then they they have a weird Brooklyn accent? Yes, <laughs> I'm just saying. I swear to God, I think Peter Cullen, who voiced Airborne both times, I looked it up. He did do both times uh, from two episodes ago, Operation Mind Menace to now. I think he just forgot what the character sounded like. Yeah, I'm and sure. And he just threw some new shit against the wall. I'm guessing. Hey, I'm Airborne. I'm a, I'm a Native American. Yo, <laughs> I'm guessing the direction was uh, like the last time was like. Uh, be like uh, like all mystical and woo woo, and this time it was you know like yeah like uh, be like uh, 
You're attacking Yelamo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, just, I heard him like Some sort every, of tough guy. Every cabbie from an 80s movie. <laughs> That's what I heard when I heard him this time. Um, so, yeah. So, Cobra Commander shoots the uh, the, the, shockwave, the laser? shockwave laser at him. Mm-hmm. And Is it that looks what they're like, calling it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, sure. I put shockwave laser, question mark? You know well, what? It, looks, it like, looks the same as every other thing that Destro created. <laughs> to the point where they actually mentioned that a few episodes ago. Like, oh, yeah, we know how this thing works. We can know how to blow it up because his control panels look like yeah. every other control panel he makes. But also, like, so Destro is probably realistically the smartest person on this show 100 percent, right? yes like, yes why is he so smart like he he needs to go in business for himself no he is getting paid he's getting paid to Cobra. be there i know but he could probably be like he could by himself take over the world because all of his machines are insanely amazing but he doesn't want to take over the world and then all of a sudden cobra commander is the one that messes it up every time no because here's the and i would i will defend destro's choices here <laughs> because he doesn't want to take over the world he is in the place right now money. He, he he gets the creative like thing to create the machines that he wants to create to do crazy shit he gets paid really really well to put them out there and there's no risk to him so at all are you are you saying that you think that destro is in it because he because of like the creative freedom that he's yes. given. Yes, Gina, Look. Gina. <laughs> of course uh, he is. My life right now, like I could be busting my ass. I could be like out on the streets, hitting the pavement, like auditioning every single day of my life, and just working. Like someday I'll break in and be big, and I'll be like uh-huh. Tom Cruise or whatever like that. As it is now, I have a pretty comfy job. I make decent money. I got a hot girlfriend. I am Destro, is what I'm saying. Like, I get Uh-oh. a little bit of job satisfaction, not a whole lot, but certainly <laughs> enough that I'm fine. And weirdly enough, Destro has a podcast. So that about- motherfucker. It's a podcast about will- you. It's a podcast. No. It's called Talking Chan. And I don't know if you heard it. It's on iTunes Top 100 because he's a celebrity. Of course yeah. it is. <laughs> It's right, bo- right, right above that aquarium podcast. It's also beating my science show. <laughs> oh, so why is Cobra Commander put in charge of the machine? I didn't really why understand is he put this. Put in charge no. of anything because he was ever. like, no, this one, very, this episode, very clearly was twelve-year-old uh, 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 Cobra, Cobra Commander. Commander. Yeah. Oh, yes. he was like, let me play with the toy, and Dust was like, no, he's like, I'm playing with the toy, and then he rams it out there. And Mancer, we have a theory that uh, Cobra Commander is really a twelve-year-old. Okay. Or two two ten-year-olds on top of each yes, other's shoulders, like yes. Bojack Horseman's uh, uh, Vincent Adultman. But yes. it's not two 12-year-olds. It's either a 12-year-old or, or two 10-year-olds. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> it, it doesn't make specific. sense. It doesn't it make sense if you mess it up. Yeah. Two six-year-olds? Because two 10-year-olds would be a 20-year-old. Well, not at height-wise. Yeah, we're talking height-wise. But I don't think a 12-year-old equals two 10-year-olds. Well, that, that it just depends on when they t- go through puberty. Maybe there's like a gross spurt yeah, of age 11, age true. 12. You guys, that was too much math for me. I'm going to need a moment <laughs> to pull out my phone and uh, do some calculations. How tall is a 10-year-old? Buzz Dixon actually sort of confirmed for us that like the psychology of Cobra Commander is basically like a 12-year-old. Like yeah. a tw- Do things that a 12-year-old would think would be awesome and have the short-sightedness of a 12-year-old to not realize that some of those things are going to backfire. Can, yeah. I, can I add here? At least he's invested this week. It feels like for the last half dozen episodes, Cobra Commander has been just like, this plant's stupid. I'm not even... You know what? As soon as G.I. Joe knows we're doing it, I'm just going to bail. But yet again, he does the thing where he's like, 
okay, cool. You guys got it all in hand. You're going to clearly kill these guys. So I'm going to walk away before seeing the final yeah. finish. Yeah. He got called away first off. I know. For something because... we never find out what. <laughs> I, yeah. I have, written I have down. an emergency. Uh, something. I have an emergency <laughs> massage at 10 o'clock. I got to. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna theory craft that a little bit later on. But uh, so let me see here. Shockwave laser. Yeah, they ca- they have a shockwave laser. No, it's not a shockwave. It's a sound wave. It's the name of the episode. Oh. Yeah, because, get it right. Because sound wave <laughs> is a transformer, whereas shockwave is also a transformer. transformer yeah. I was going to say. Um, so why is Cobra Commander's big thing? It seems like he could just easily like shoot the thing. Instead, he plays a game of Tempest from 1980s arcade near you. Yeah, it's a near great you. Uh-huh. It's a great game. And it's just like he's playing the vector grid game. And it's what does that have to do with anything that he's doing? Isn't it just a pew-pew laser? I think he's like, he just like kind of wants to test it out. Do you think Destro just makes pew-pew lasers? Oh, I know Destro just makes pew-pew lasers. Ray, Ray. Of highest quality too, might I add. Let's see here. So we have, so G.I. Joe guys uh, get caught in a net. <laughs> like they do of all the yeah. things uh, now, now I know what a tuna feels like I, now I know like what that. a tuna feels yeah. like it's uh, a also they uh, could have said dolphin and been more environmentally conscious but it was pretty clear that uh, we got the product placement this episode the cobra oh, claws, cobra claws. Like, look out cobra there claws. are the cobra claws coming yeah. to get Which, us by the way seems super unsafe Boom, one goes down. Boom, two goes down. Boom, yeah. three goes down. Later on the episode, boom, fourth one goes down. Yeah. It pops out. They're worthless. And they- also, those guys would clearly, like, when they go down, those guys are going to get crushed to death. <laughs> yes. And these are all unforced errors. Nobody's, like, even doing anything. That They're just like, oops. <laughs> the fourth one did get shot down. Finally. Like the uh, yeah, the third one, I think, uh, uh, Roadblock grabbed onto some dude's legs. And uh, flipped him over. The one but... guy just hit a sand dune. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he couldn't bank hard enough, and he hits the sand dune. Yeah. Let us not forget, though, much like remote control, in the 80s, hang gliders were the shit. They're still the shit. They're right? like, oh, my God, you can fucking fly, but without motors? Yeah. I remember distinctly as a little kid being like, that is fucking awesome. And then you attach like fucking cobras and ninjas and stuff to them? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I want one of those. Yeah. E- except for the fact they were the wrong choice for this particular operation. And or every operation. any operation. <laughs> <laughs> except for apparently the end of this operation in reverse. Right. Oh. The Joes. Well, that's the problem is the Joes have a hang glider and the Cobras have some gigantic metal monstrosity <laughs> that could not possibly fly. Sir, obviously it can fly. We've seen it fly. We've seen them crash. Okay, they have crashed, yeah. It's a bit like when you throw the paper airplane and it goes two, two, two inches and then goes straight down yep. into the ground. Yep, yep. Because you don't know how to make that shit. How did you feel, how did you feel about hang gliders as a child? Were uh, they the ultimate military uh, weapon? Um, I never gave them much thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel Most like... Yeah. You're watching Tiny Toon Adventures. You don't have time for that shit. You know yeah. how many hang gliders appeared on Tiny Toon Adventures with lasers on them? Probably Two. at least one. Oh, <laughs> I was going to guess zero. I was Probably wrong. zero. Probably zero. <laughs> I can't think of any. Hang gliders four, lasers... Hang gliders with lasers zero. There's a moment coming up where I wrote, uh, which is weird, when, they, when, they're, when they're standing before... So they get captured, and they're standing before Cobra Commander, and he says, your mm. levity is misplaced. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, that's a big word for kids. Cobra Commander's always like throwing out phrases and stuff that seem above a 12-year-old's it vocabulary. Feels, it feels like a buzz edition. Yeah. I mean, like as a viewing audience member, if I was like 10, I'd be like, what the... What's, what? And then you'd be like, oh, another laser, pew, pew, and then you move on. You know, it's, it's not for you. The, the G.I. Joe guys did seem to, to have a lot of levity, though, for 
their situation. You're right. They're they having a time. great time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they took all of their best uh, snappy comeback guys, put them on one team, and sent them out after Cobra. Yeah, they don't seem to actually be concerned that they could all be dead at any <laughs> yeah. second. And mm. it's just well, like, oh, whatever. Let's just make so a joke. Cobra, Cobra announces their big plan. And that they're going to take, they're going to destroy all the oil. But my question is, haven't they already done this? Didn't they in like episode seven go and destroy 90% of the world's oil? Because we had those tankers oh. that turned invisible. A, so, yes. Wait, okay. which episode was this? B, a, was that this was the really bad episode. episode. Pyramid of Darkness. Oh. No, it wasn't Pyramid of Darkness. This was the one where they, uh, they, uh, they all just go around and then nothing happens the entire episode. And then suddenly all the oil's gone. Well, I remember there were tankers. There were tankers, and then they went invisible. Yeah. I'm just saying it was, it's, a, it's a complete rehash of a plan Cobra's already done successfully. They've uh, already done this oh, before. So, so the oil stores have been... have been. So basically what happened was they already destroyed some oil, and then Saudi Arabia came in and was like, hey, we'll give you oil. We're, we're and buddies. And refilled it. And then refilled <laughs> it, and then Cobra was like, well, now I got to do this crap again. Mm-hmm. Here, yeah. here's, and he yeah. couldn't do it the same way he did last time. Because they would know. Yeah, they They'd would know, and plus, like, you know, that wouldn't be as fun for him. So now their new plan is to just uh, bomb the oil fields one by one. Or I guess there's that. that's the only oil field in the that world. provides a third of the <laughs> world's oil. And it's all in a roughly and old, there's like a four, ten acre lot. It's like four oil derricks, and, <laughs> and that's it. Well, you know, if, to be fair, though, and you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it makes perfect sense, because... If the previous plan is successful like we know it to be, mm. that would be one-third of all the oil that's left on Earth. Oh. Because there isn't a whole lot left at that point, right? So surprisingly True. smart thought from you, right? Uh, <laughs> th- thank you. <laughs> I still am deeply <laughs> angered that their plan revolves around this device, which only stops airplanes. <laughs> it doesn't blow up the oil like I was expecting it to. Yeah, sure. It doesn't like uh, wreck anything in particular. Uh, it, not all mechanics and not even all air uh, uh, air travel vehicles. Uh, well, uh, I mean, it's vehicles. not the only thing they have. They also have a giant mechanical crab. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I guess we can get to that in a moment. Chan, uh, they're not going to just have a giant cobra-headed symbol on the top of a mountain that just burns oil from a distance. That would be crazy. That would be absurd. That would be something that would actually work. Oh, wait. Seems like they could just... Like, use all the oil with all the devices that they're creating. Oh, you mean just take the oil for yeah. themselves? Like, the, Boy. All the oil... Yeah, what are they hey. going to do when we run out of oil? They're going to strand themselves in the middle of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that that crab probably runs on oil. <laughs> yeah. And then G.I. Joe has a plan to get back at them. And they just have a giant, like, miniatures game set up. So they're just, and it's just a big desert area with just, like, one oil field on it. And then a Cobra Temple, and they're just shoving around airplanes. And I'm like, what is even your plan going on right now? Mm. Your plan seems to be these three guys get captured. And then we're going to fly more planes at the building. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Step four, profit. 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 Yep, that was it. <laughs> That's where we're going with it. Uh, so uh, can you pull this little clip for me, Mr. Chan? Which one's that? Uh, this is when I felt like this is like the G.I. Joseph, a mean girl's moment on Cobra Commander's expense when he says, you know, uh, I'm half a mind to do this. And uh, I believe Roadblock says Cobra Commander has a mind. And then they all have a hearty laugh at his expense. <laughs> I, fe- I wanted them to be killed for that. Like, I, I really felt. Yeah. No, this was the levity. I Yes, I do have this one. Pulled. Oh, thank God. I kind of wish that like Cobra Commander had been like, I was going to ask if you guys wanted to hang out, but now I'm just going <laughs> to kill you. I was going to buy it for you. Cobra Commander has a mind. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I, in, my, in my notes, I did write sick burn in all caps. <laughs> See, that's why would you say that after like 
Cobra Command. He captured them. <laughs> yeah. That's... And now you're going to taunt the person who captured you? Hey, you outsmarted me, but you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that make me? Don't worry about that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, also, yeah, we, do, we will be returning very shortly to laughter of a very creepy and, and unnecessary oh, yes. placement. I remember one. this. Yeah. I've not seen a show that has creepy laughter per capita to a higher level than G.I. Joe, what we've done so far, yeah. at least. Before it's... we get there... What what's going on with Cobra's like, Cobra Commander's phone? Because I just love the fact he's sitting on his throne. He's got this little Cobra shaped thing. He just picks it up. Hello, it's like the Get Smart shoe phone, but it's a little like Cobra bong. It's, I mean, it's amazing. This was before sweet ass cell phones. This was before we had the technology to put a phone into a duck. <laughs> uh, once that happened, it just broke open all the all the doors. You're right. I just remember the Sports Illustrated commercial with the shoe phone. Yeah. And I just want Cobra Commander to pick up this little like snake thing and just be like, guess where I'm calling you from? <laughs> that would have been yeah. appealed to me, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a robot crab. Gina, I know you love animals of all kinds. Yeah. I. What's I, your opinion of the robot crab? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I felt like robot crab got a bad... Got a bad gig. Like he's he's hiding under the sand, and then all of a sudden Cobra Commander's like, kill these guys, and he's like, I don't really want to, but I will. And then he ends up having the ceiling fall on him. I felt a little bad for Robot Crab. I'm with you. Matt, any thoughts on the Cobra Robot Crab of the episode? Um for me it was more like they have these they got the crab, but then there's also all these armed guards <laughs> oh, <yeah>. around <laughs> who could just shoot the G.I. Joe guys <laughs> and just end it all right there, but they're just gonna wait for this crab to do the work. Well, because it's obviously going to work and be more entertaining. Yeah, but right? for who? Cobra for Cobra Commander. Commander. He's not even there. there. He, he left. He, he left for his care. phone call. And <laughs> we still don't know who called him. Oh, I gotta take it's, this. Oh, gotta you know go. What? It's his mom. It's probably his mom. I was gonna say it's probably his mom, and she's like, Daniel, Danny, you get down here right now. You left your cereal bowl in the sink, and it still has milk in it. Now you come down here and wash it off. Like, All right, but I'm. Killing these G.I. Joe guys. Let me see if I can find all of these instances because I did. I, at first, I uh, I wrote down like Crimson Guys, uh, Crimson Guard Heckles. They do. The Crimson Guardsmen think this is fucking hilarious. Once again, terrible Crimson Guardsmen. The, yeah, Where's I mean, number nine number when you nine need him? Is not he still has them, proven that he is the only good one. Yeah. Oh, He's by far. The James Bond of, of the Crimson Guardsmen. There, there were three instances, three separate times where uh, uh, the Joes were running around and whatnot like that. And then. Uh, oh, by uh, the way, speaking of running around, Roadblock picks up a gigantic boulder. Yes, he does. <laughs> over his head. Curls it with like with almost pretty much one handed at this crab. Herculean like strength. Is no one going to talk about the fact that he's probably on steroids? Like, I feel like the other guys would see this and be like, shit, dude, you're a superhero. You know what happened, though? You, you saw an evidence of it later in the episode. Somebody actually came up to Roadblock, like, in the locker room. They said, hey, man, I think you, you need to cycle off for a while. You're getting a little big. And he just looked at me and went, yep. and it was over. You can't. You're not going to come back to that. Like, he, someone needs to sit him down and be like, dude, what? how did you lift that? <laughs> also, uh, yeah, uh, speaking of roars, the uh, robot crab roared. Any reason? Anybody know why that would be a thing? Oh, those are creaks. Uh, creaks? You never heard a crab roar? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, nor have I heard a robot roar. Was that? Neither of these things are roaring. Robots roar? As like a general rule. Mecha Godzilla can roar? Thank you. I mean, you. no, that's a Godzilla that is also a robot. I'm talking about plain old robot. What kind of robots? I feel like robots on Futurama can roar. 
they're not inherently roarers is what I am saying. And you're combining two things that don't roar into one thing that does. Because we're just burying the fact that they buried this thing in sand for no good reason. So it could appear. <laughs> the, you could have just put a tarp over it. I yeah. Mean, there was no or, reason or to bury it. don't hide it at all. Just leave it out in the open. But I feel, I feel like this was, this was Cobra Commander being like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I got an idea. This is going to be so sweet. It's going to be so sweet. This moment's going I, to be killer. I, I feel like faces. most Cobra... Uh, employees were theater majors. <laughs> These are people who can't get jobs, and as soon as you give them a little bit of money, they're going to like, no, 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 no. We've got a crab robot. <laughs> what if he came from under the ground? <laughs> they have an arena. Oh, the, here's another, also, a an arena, uh, a battle arena built inside a temple. Oh, yeah. For We've no had good several reason. battle arenas. That yeah. goes in every Cobra the polar temple. Bear. Mm-hmm. Right, the polar exactly. bear battle arena. So, I mean, if you have... If the core of your military organization is centered around giant gladiatorial arenas, <laughs> there's going to be a certain amount of theatricality. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, if I was an evil villain, I would have a, a, a an arena myself. Yeah. That's so impractical. Just just, just kill the people when you capture them. But you got to do be, stuff yeah. for, for, for morale of the Thank men. you. Ah. And those C- Crimson Guardsmen, I take it all back. It wasn't for Cobra Commander's amusement. It was for it was theirs. For those two yeah. guys those probably... Two guys. <laughs> Were the ones that like employee of the month? They were just doing a killer ass job. They were the the uh, the number nines of the oh, Crimson Guard. Mm-hmm. They did a real good job. They're on vacation basically. They're like they're not there to guard them. They're there to just like hang yeah. out. Yeah, we're gonna give you a little party. There's Cobra know. soldiers there to yeah. be the doing the guarding. Yeah, because listen. Like- Anyway, listen to listen to their laughter, and I don't think that it's actually a mean laugh. I think it's a laugh of pure joy. That's not a mean laugh. That sounds like no. the epitome of mean laugh. I mean, that's that's we that got didn't... our margaritas. We're just kind of <laughs> hanging out. We're taking a drink. Hold on, here comes the second one. There's that <laughs> right at yeah. the end. Chan, I'm going to do a little dialogue. Could you play that mm-hmm. one more time? I'll do the dialogue that precedes that really quick. Guys, we just arrived in Vegas. We got our drinks, margaritas. We're about to bang some chicks. Yeah, that is chick banging laughter. That's right chick there. banging laughter. Yeah. That's a little rapey. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that these are good people. I'm saying that they are on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're in Cobra. Of course, they're not good people. But how about again? Please don't. I don't make generalized aspersions about theater majors like that. You're, that's that's three three racially insensitive remarks. How is that racially insensitive? <laughs> or culturally insensitive? It's culturally insensitive. Cobra is a culture. Uh, yes, as yeah. are theater majors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and how dare you say Destro doesn't get his creative side off? He invented a robot crab. If what? that's if that didn't come from the spark, if you don't think Destro made that robot crab for Cobra Commander, he oh, can't yeah, make he that for did. himself. And I just assume there was a pilot in there. Like, wouldn't no. you put a pilot in there? What? No, you what? want that no, no, crab no. to be self-sustaining. No. Why? What purpose is? Is it there for construction, per, light construction on the side? No, just digging sand. Because because a robot is only as good as his driver. A, a mechanical robot is only as good as his driver. So why not just get rid of the driver but, and make him just a killing machine? It, because it, it is attracted to hot things. Yeah, it yeah. uses infrared to pick up its so- a prey. I'm By just, the way, uh, what at some point. To escape, they they light a fire, yep. which is totally unnecessary, because all he does is just run. <laughs> yes, that's true. And then and like he was already he was already giving heat. He was already giving off heat. Hey, you know what? If you put a person in the cockpit, that doesn't cause a problem. <laughs> it doesn't go chasing a torch. Ray, yes, you know 
uh, go on. If you <laughs> about to get real up in here, if you really wanted um, something like uh, uh, to figure out where the nearest gas station is, or to figure out uh, how far it is from you know from Earth to Pluto or whatever, you know what? You would put a tiny man into your iPhone. But it's much more convenient to just have a program do it. Otherwise, you have a tiny man in your pocket all day long. Sorry, guys. I couldn't find the nearest pharmacy because there's a torch nearby. I mean, I'm not saying that Siri is 100% all of the time. I think we can all agree. Also, you can only have one or the other. You can either have that crab be buried underneath the sand and burst up when when you need it. Mm -hmm. Or you can have a man in there. Because mm-hmm. I feel like at first they were like, let's put a man on there. And then they forgot about him and he died. I mean, here's the, the thing. Like if the Undertaker is going to come crawling up from underneath the ring. Oh, wow. I mean, he's he's going to he's only going to be under there for like 20 minutes. You're not going to leave him under there for the entire damn pay-per-view. I mean, th- that has happened at some pay-per-views before, just for the record. I mean, when he was much, much younger. Yes, not I mean, now. He's, he's 49 years old now. He's he's not waiting under that ring. That's why he comes out in a coffin these days. It's just in case. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making fun of The Undertaker. He would kill No, me. no, I'm just uh, concerned that you're uh, making polls from wrestling uh, that are like 20 years old. <laughs> he, does, he hasn't come out in a coffin in, uh, in this millennium. In this millennium, Here's Ray. the deal. He has in my heart, Chan. He has in my heart. Um, so they, they blow off the ceiling and a whole bunch of rocks fall on the crab and with us destroying it, dismantling it. I think like at least just, just giving, buying them enough time to get away. Is that cause it's been, it was buried once before recently. Yeah. That's why I think it's probably still operational. Have you but tried the impact of the rocks that maybe okay. yeah. it. like the power can, of the rocks hitting from yeah, above. The gravity. Yeah. Okay. yeah, let's yeah like you could bury a car under sand and it wouldn't really do anything. Mm. But if you drop a boulder on a car, it's hey, going to do something. I'm going to throw some sand in your face. <laughs> then I'm going to throw a 400-pound boulder in your face. You tell me if they're about the same. I didn't even know you had a 400-pound boulder. I'm ready to give this a try, I didn't know you Chan. could lift That's... it. I feel like this goes back to my well, thing about We had to bring it in through the window. He, we well, brought in the sofa, and then we brought in the 400-pound boulder Gina's just so I could make points like this. Special guest roadblocks here to throw giant boulders. <laughs> Yeah, I just, just don't understand. I just don't understand how, how everyone is just cool with this gross display of <laughs> of musculature. And then it's helpful. <laughs> like, why would that be? Because I would be that one person. I'd be like, hold up, can we talk about what the fuck just happened there? <laughs> they should all else, be on steroids. Is anyone else disturbed by the fact that it's, our, our it's, comrade just? It's not the first time he's comrade. done it. It's <laughs> GI Joe, not Russia, <laughs> <laughs> not Soviet Russia. Yakov yeah, Smirnov. Yeah. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, Boulder throws you. I will say. I'm not saying that it's racist, but I'm saying that the black guy is the one who lifted the enormous boulder and and growled people uh, into submission. I think the growling part was definitely racist, but lifting the boulder like he is the biggest of the three dudes, right? Gung Ho is pretty strong as well, but yes, Roadblock's bigger. I believe Roadblock is is Gung Ho the the guy that I always confuse with Sergeant Slaughter. No, he's not. He's always confused with with Shipwreck. Yeah, he has he has like a he has like a a A tattoo of a. Yeah, he has a hat. Like, like yes, a, Gina, know, like he has a hat. hat. A camel hat? Yeah, he's got like a cap. Yeah, he's pretty big too. <laughs> Thank you for that insight, Gina. We'll move on. Uh, going back to Joe Bay, Scarlett's very, very upset. Which, by the way, she's very upset. This plot line makes no sense. She's <laughs> acting like this has never happened before, but in every single episode, 
one or several of the Joes get captured. And this is the first time where she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They've been captured by Cobra Commander. I know that I wasn't concerned about this last week or the week before, but... My hormones are going crazy, you guys. Oh, okay. Flint knows. He's like, he's straight up like, I hope. I, I, I don't. I, I feel <laughs> like, I feel like maybe there are some rules where they're not allowed to go after uh, uh, these poor it's guys. It's army rules. Every man left behind. That's yeah. the, that's the traditional marching order of the army, right? Because Flint is all like. I hope Scarlet doesn't go after them like she always does. (laughs) And then she's like, I got it. I hear you loud and clear. I'm going to go and um, get the Sheikh Ali Ali. to help Wild Bill get into. Her plan is not good. I don't understand where Ali comes into it because she could have just gone to Wild Bill and said, get your fucking helicopter. I can tell you. Also, what's their ultimate plan? Two people could fit in that (laughs) helicopter. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's like, let's go get them. Mm -hmm. Oh, crap. How do we get them? Not to mention they want to go in by air, and there's oh, a yeah. cobra the, the sound wave thing. <laughs> thing stopping them from doing such. Um, I just think they needed to introduce Sheik Ali at some point so they could kidnap him later. Is that wrong? And I... then do what with him? Oh, right, nothing. Literally nothing. Well, I don't. I feel like this was one of those things where they're like. Uh, you guys, try- we've had a lot and, of white people on yeah. the show. Yeah, I feel. Like I one. felt like it was like they're trying to sell the show overseas. Well, you can't have it. This is a show that goes everywhere, does everything. They'll mm. go to space. They'll go to ice planet. It's like it's like Super Mario Brothers. There's going to be the 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 jungle ep- the scene. There's going to be the ice scene, the underwater scene. Mm. So you got to have a desert scene in there too because that's an easy color to program. I feel <laughs> like when this episode was pitched, it was just like, oh, these three guys get captured, mechanical crab. Then they save the day, and they were like, oh, crap, we're like five minutes short. Let's just throw a stupid plan by Scarlet in there. She tries to rescue them, ends up rescuing no one. See, I don't know. No, no, she ended up rescuing them. No, they had rescued themselves by that point. Uh, okay, 50-50, 50-50. <laughs> Uh, I said Airborne is in here talking like a Brooklyn cabbie, and I I didn't even recognize him. I was like, is that Airborne? Because he doesn't sound or act anything like Airborne from literally two days ago. Nothing they, about air, the Airborne scene makes sense because I wrote ESP mid episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's got an ESP thing. For some reason, wasn't that what he said? Or yeah, yep. well, it was touched upon two episodes ago because he has a telekinetic brother, and but his brother was the one with the powers, yeah, not it him. Was not it no, was... they did say that they had a, a some sort of psychic link. So is he related yeah, to Sheik not... Ali? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, oh crap, my mom must have banged a, a sheik. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it because now I have this psychic bond with him. It makes she no spent sen- two years even... as a concubine. He's not even like really good friends with him. Also, if this is his power, if he can just tell when someone he knows is in trouble, it would literally be going off at all times. Yes, yeah. Mm- Mm-hmm. Like he would just be like, "Oh crap!" Like yeah. Cobra's got a bunch of. You know what? I'm gonna blow my brains out because this is exhausting. <laughs> I so- can't deal with the screams anymore. <laughs> Who am I? Airtight? Stop it! And this being the first show I've seen, yes, like this is the first instance in this episode of any sort of supernatural yes. or which- superpower. So it's like this does mm-hmm. not belong in this world, which I have brought oh. up many times before when mm-hmm. they just have when they randomly but- have a ghost, and I'm like, this show <laughs> needs to figure out what the hell is it guys. Is- being. If something that isn't supposed to exist in this world happens every episode, <laughs> it's time to just admit they belong in this world. No, but there are some episodes that are totally by the book's military operations. You're not wrong. 
and then <laughs> and then like there you get like three of those to the point where you're like oh yeah this is like it, to me it's like if i was watching if i was two seasons into law and order svu <laughs> and then one of the rape detectives levitated a man <laughs> like i'd be like wait huh what, what's happening i'm sorry did you just describe the <laughs> best show ever <laughs> Special guest Chris Angel will mind freak you. See, that I'm would be great if that was every Law and Order, but if it's randomly in one episode of nope, Law and Order, sorry. then it's crazy. I just want to be surprised. No, it's just all of a sudden Christopher Maloney is like, "Stop, rapist!" and then he like picks him up with his mind, throws him against a wall, just... and then no one talks about it. Someone's like, "Oh, he's got an ESP thing for some reason." Anyway, back to the serialized <laughs> yeah. version. No, no, his, his brother has ESP. It's cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> door. And then all of a sudden, Mariska Hargitay is is like several episodes later lights a fire with her mind which they also then never talk about again that's that's exactly what i want out of best view <laughs> clearly you haven't been watching the last last two seasons because yeah. we're only about one step away <laughs> pyrokinesis baby that's from mariska hargitay pyrokinesis saying a rapist <laughs> i'll just put it out there uh let's can we just uh quickly touch on the fact that yes uh, please gi joes are the richest people in the world we've no, known this for eon hey here let me flip a coin it's a gold Kruger and no big deal. A flip it heads or uh, pharaohs. I don't know what you what you stamp on gold. But then the other dude totally steals it. Gung Ho steals yeah. the coin yeah. from him. Yeah, and he does. And and uh, Ace doesn't like stab in the back. Like that's an eight thousand dollar coin. You give that back, you son of no, a bitch. He's he says, like, uh, all right, just give it. Just get me back later. Buy me a drink. He he couldn't properly say because he was trying to think of a, a a card pun to say it, and he couldn't think of one. <laughs> Uh, something about Ace Jacks. Uh, Jack. Uh, looks, by, instead he said, uh, "I don't, I don't muck around with no luck" or something like that. <laughs> that was gung like, ho. Yeah, yeah. I don't said, muck around with no luck. We go he right. muck and luck. So that's like oh. something. At least. And he's not even the one who rhymes. <laughs> Roadblock's always the one that rhymes. I don't think Roadblock rhymed this entire episode. In hindsight, <laughs> wait a minute. That was Roadblock. Hold on. Hold no, that on. Was, this is why we need a poster. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I don't muck around with luck. That's gung ho. We go right. Can I at least have my coin back? <laughs> You're right. That was good. And home. it was really passive aggressive. You're right. Can I at least have my coin back? If not, I got a whole bunch of them back at the office. It's really not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'll be actually throwing these at homeless people later. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that there's like weird 70s uh like cop procedural music playing over this whole <laughs> next section? It's like it's like no. weirdly like it's like if you mixed a, a 70s cop procedural with like a 70s porno with a 70s black exploitation, there's just a lot of weird music so under basically just the 70s right, in yeah. general. But it's it's extra weird, I I felt. So Wild Bill is apparently just he does not mind breaking the law. He does not fear any kind of consequence in the military ranks, uh, which you could be court-martialed basically for leaving his post because he he can't resist a beautiful face. Right. Scarlet bats his I don't know what she needed the sheik for, but she bats his eyes twice at him and he's like, Oh shucks. <laughs> Let's go. It'll be a date. And while they're gone, they're attacked. Literally. Like they needed to be there. I'm still unclear. Okay, so Manzer, as someone who's never seen this show before, if you were to guess which one person Scarlet was sleeping with, who would you guess? Um I really couldn't tell the other characters apart other than Scarlet. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Thank you. And, and so, you know, no Cobra. I can see the other, the other, the, all the G.I. Joe people seemed 
Yes, pretty identical. Duke, Duke, I, she's sleeping with Duke, and he's not even in this episode. Oh wait, I thought it was uh, no. Lady J is sleeping with Flint. Oh crap! See, oh I my goodness, Scarlet has red hair, Gina. <laughs> this shouldn't be that hard. I, th- I thought that Scarlet and Flint went together. No. Okay. Never oh mind. my goodness gracious! <laughs> so we have here Cobra Commander just starts yelling at the guardsmen, and I, I go back to uh, Chan's theory here that those guardsmen have already done their job, and now they're basically like like free money. Uh, because he starts yelling at the guardsman. He's just like, how could you let him escape? And the guardsman's just like, no answer. Nah. No, nothing. Nah. Mm. You know what? Dude, They're probably I'm- pretty used to this. It's like dating someone who's like bipolar and you're just like, well, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. He-, <laughs> <laughs> he says specifically like they can't escape. And then the very next thing is them saying they escape. They escape. What are you going to do? Yeah. If I were them, I would just be like, okay, look. You are the guy who came up with the mechanical crab idea. Don't yell at us. <laughs> We've got no power here. So Ace and Gung-Ho and Roadblock are running through the tunnel, and then Ace trips and falls, and Gung-Ho and Roadblock like run off, at which point the Crimson Guardsman says something that's very, very interesting to me. He says, I thought G.I. Joes never leave their own. <laughs> that's that propaganda. Oh. Actually, I believe he said, it's that propaganda. By What's amazing is that he's immediately jumped by a G.I. Joe member as he's theorizing about the propaganda. He gets kicked in the face and flies backwards, <laughs> continues to say with a totally normal voice, by the way, you guys, it's a trap. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Never mentioning the foot that just hit him in the nose and the schnozzle. Yeah, that would have broken it. Um, and this is the point where we get maybe the highlight of the entire episode for me, the roadblock stare down. This, I agree, is slightly racist. <laughs> now, what, what is... It's not like he pulled out, like, a, a bucket of fried chicken and, 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 and ate it in front of them. No, but... Now, what is like, racist about it? He's a mean he does dude. Is he approaches the guy and growls, and the guy's like, Ooh! <laughs> Is there a reason why, when approached by a, a human being who is unarmed... While you have rifles, okay, fair. Uh, that you would drop your guns in terror and run away. They growl oh, at you. They growl at me, and they're Top- mean looking. Topical. This yeah. is topical. Yeah. Oh. Like if, if 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 Cobra were cops at this point, they would have beat the shit out of him. Yeah, Chan knows where I'm going. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like he was com- he was coming at yeah, me. I thought he, he had a knife. He reached down backup. to his, his, his uh, waistband. Except and- they were literally there to shoot him. They were mm-hmm. not there to arrest him. Yeah. Which yeah. I guess makes it worse. Topical. Huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, you guys. We're solving we all the there. problems right now <laughs> in the world. Yep, so uh, just- it, I'm just saying it worked for Han Solo. It can work for Roadblock. It did not work for Hanzo. It did for five seconds. No, that was that was not because of him. That was because of he starts chasing after him, screaming, looking mean, and they turn around and run, even though they not, had guns. Not because of him. He had some. He had something behind him. What did he have behind him? Was it Chewy? No, it was just him. You guys were gonna have to go back and watch Star Wars all over. Again. <laughs> all right, line it, fire it up. Let's go. Right. <laughs> and we're back, and none of you were correct. Somehow. <laughs> Oddly enough, it was Pam Dauber, yeah. of all people. <laughs> she, was, she was behind him. Uh, so at this point, when every single Joe except for Flint, like uh, Flint is the only responsible person as part of the Joe team here, and Cobra attacks the oil field like they've been planning to do from, ep- from step one, mm-hmm. and Flint's there by himself trying to kid destroy an entire army single-handedly, and, uh, and he even muses on the fact, my, I've lost my best pilot. I've, I notice how that's not Wild Bill. Sorry, Wild Bill. Yeah, yeah no, I don't no. think Wild Bill has ever 
consider the best pilot. No, he's the drunkest pilot. No, he's the scariest pilot. Yeah, he's, oh, he's the, the, one, he's the wild card. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that doesn't care about collateral damage. Mm-hmm. He does not. Well, neither does Thunder. Apparently, we learned that just a little bit ago. But he's not in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and so Flint is just trying to fight an entire army by himself and getting the shit kicked out of him as he openly muses, "Boy, wish all my friends were here fighting with me." Oh well, maybe they'll show up. <laughs> maybe. I mean- there are still like where are all the the other Joes are not in this episode. There are billions of them. It seems like to me because I can't keep track of them. So like where are all of them? Um, they're doing the other stuff. Yeah, got it. The got other it. this is cool. like literally one third of the nation's like oil. Which <laughs> so they're guarding the other two thirds well, of oil. If the Gulf War taught us anything, they would come here with overwhelming force to protect this, mm-hmm. wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Like in 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 the world as we know it, a few years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Flynn just totally gets the shaft right here. But then he gets rescued. Uh, the Joes overcharge their weapons. I don't got a lot to think about that. I didn't even know weapons could do that. I, d- I don't know. I didn't know what was going on here with these glowing things. <sighs> uh, the uh, uh, science the, there. Yeah, you want the <laughs> science of how underground river works. That's not how it works. <laughs> That's totally how it works. It gets wet from the moisture rises. And then you can right through just... the meters of rock that apparently they had to blow through. It's wet no, to get to the cavern, it's all soil. the river. It's all soil. It's all, uh, it's all tilled. So it's just all soil over this river. Over this cavern. Yeah, it's just <laughs> suspended soil. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm just yeah. confused as to how powerful these weapons are because it seems like it varies from episode to episode. Sometimes Bazooka gets shot in the head and literally he'll go sleepy time for a while. Mm. Other times we're like overcharging and blowing holes in, in yeah. basically concrete. Mm. Other times we're using them to shoot like shoot entire like walls off of airplanes. And then other times people are just getting hit and being like, owie. That's my hand. Ow, it's a little warm now. Like a chai latte from Starbucks. It's, uh, uh what? <laughs> they hand you a chai latte through the drive-thru, and it's hot in your hands, and you're like, ow, my hand's a little hot now, and then you put it down, and the moment's over. We just got a glimpse into Ray's everyday life. Really? Chai lattes? I don't, that's, my wife drinks them, I don't. Uh-huh. I have to get them for her sometimes. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not, he doesn't seem like a chai latte guy. I shouldn't seem like a Starbucks guy. <laughs> I'm sitting with my Pepsi Max. I'm not a coffee drinker. Come on now. <laughs> Help me out, everybody. So th- this is where, like, it feels like we've we've already done two episodes worth of material, but we still have, like, eight minutes to go in this episode. Oh, so we, we work in the side plot of Sheik Ali now has been kidnapped by Cobra. Major Blood shows up, and he just says, what are you traitors doing here? Like, that's just a thing that just happens in the desert for desert people, apparently. Did I just hit my fourth racist moment of the of the episode? I was going to let it go. But oh, God it. dang it. <laughs> Pull it out for Welcome me. back to cultural sensitivity with Ray. I don't remember uh, this part. Um, yeah, no, he's... Is he calling a traitor? Uh, no, traitor. Like, T-R-A-D-E-R. Oh, oh. Because they just, like, Major Blood and some Cobra guys come up with a camel, and they come up behind him, and they're just yeah. like, hey, Sheik Ali, and what's he, up, dog? He's hanging out in the dunes like you do. Like yeah. You do just watching his yeah. oil fields go up in smoke. Looking for spice and, and worms. And he mistakes Major Blood for a traitor. Yes. Got and the Major Blood immediately is just like, I'm not in <laughs> trade with you. Oh, man, yeah. to kidnap you. Right. <laughs> so they they kidnap him, as is their plan. <laughs> yes. Their plan is to use him to get to the plane that is in their own base. Their plan, no, their plan is to kidnap Sheikh Ali uh-huh. so they can attack his oil fields. Uh-huh, which they were which already, they're already attacking. Uh-huh. No, it's to, to capture Sheikh Ali so... 
They won't shoot at them while they're running with Sheikh Ali. After they failed in their attempt. Right. Oh. Yes. This is the backup plan. So they're uh, proactively uh, coming up with an insurance policy for their escape after they fail. It's smart. Yeah. But literally, they have an army fighting one man, Flint, on the ground, Mm -hmm. and they're already planning to fail this? But hey, this plan works because they clearly, they're like, oh, don't shoot at them. We might hit the Sheik. Yes. No, no, no. Well, yeah, that part of the plan after everything had already failed. Yeah. Yeah. The plan of getting away after they fail mm-hmm. was a success. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all. That's they all couldn't I have just told them to stand down or we'll kill the sheep, <laughs> which would have made sense. You guys, my brain really hurts right now. That's a lot of gymnastics. I'm, I mean, the sheik is clearly very close with all the members of G.I. Joe. <laughs> they all they care about him very much. Yeah. He's a dear old friend. Can someone explain to me why Ace is the only one that gets to wear a mask when they get into the planes and launch and, and pilot these uh, massive vehicles that are going two, three, four, five Gs? Uh, all the other ones have have mastered the yeah. art of they don't need to breathing. breathe. Yeah. But Ace is the only Ace is the base. Be, Ace is the best pilot. Ace of base. Ace, Ace, is, Ace, Ace of, of base is the best. Ace is the place man. for your helpful hardware, folks. What do we? Well, Ace <laughs> saw the sign and it mm-hmm. said to put his mask on yeah. and opened up his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ace is the only one who can follow directions in the cockpit. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's the Ace. That's he would be an average one. pilot without the helmet. He's the only one that follows OSHA regulations. That's right. So uh, Airborne, this is what we discover. Airborne has ESP. <laughs> and it's really just sort of just shunted in there. So it's like someone has to find out that they have Sheikh Ali. Well, How can we have them discover it? What's the most organic way? <laughs> yeah. You guys have been part of writer's rooms before. Guys, Sheikh Ali's been captured. There's no way that G.I. Joe would know that Sheikh Ali's been captured. We have 10 seconds to explain it and maybe do a little character development. This is more This is more of, okay, let's really brainstorm and come up with, a, oh, shit, food trucks are here. <laughs> ESP, move on. <laughs> Wait, didn't, he, didn't his brother have ESP two episodes ago? Fuck yeah. He has ESP now for the Sheikh, who's not his brother, it's yes. Taco Tuesday. Solved. Bon me truck, here I come. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did not have Bon me trucks in 1984. You weren't Just here a- in 1984, Chan. <laughs> you weren't in Los Angeles outside the writer's room of G.I. Joe. <laughs> of Sunbow Studios. Sunbow Studios. <laughs> I mean, Buzz did, Buzz did add some credence to a lot of that, remember. To be fair, they probably didn't have food trucks back then either. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about that. So Scarlet's big plan to rescue the Joes, or no, is just to just fly in and it works because they're just asleep at the wheel at no, Cobra Temple. I mean, yeah, okay. Like she rescues them, and then their plan for defeating Cobra Temple is a boat, an inflatable boat, an inflatable also, motorboat. Like, would you say she rescued them? I'm not saying she rescued them. They were, they were, they had escaped. <laughs> you will give her no credit. They had escaped. Uh, do you think what are they going to go to walk back to the base? I mean, they could like they. It's a desert. They Gina. get in that boat. Where'd that boat come from? They brought the boat with them from the base. In the helicopter, the helicopter had a little boat in it. It's an inflatable. <laughs> it's an inflatable boat, obviously. And the sheik probably has it for when he does dune sailing. It's just a thing. I'm sure the sheik Ali does sure. mm-hmm. in his that spare time. Legit sounds with the motor. Because a motor on a, an inflatable raft, that's a thing you find in most Middle East countries. It's an inflatable motor, too? or It's an inflatable motor. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Science. Science. <laughs> so I just, what's G.I. Joe's plan here? Because G.I. Joe's plan for defeating Cobra Temple and 
And and rescuing the Sheik and defeating Cobra Mm -hmm. and blowing up the temple is, okay, this is a three-part plan. Okay, follow me with this. We're going to fly a bunch of planes. (laughs) We're going to fly planes at the thing that destroys planes. And those, it's going to destroy the planes. So we're just going to like, what is it, a billion dollar each aircraft? We're just going to flush that right down the toilet immediately because F the taxpayers. Then we're going to fly in with gliders after the planes because then like it won't work because you can't use sound frequencies on gliders. And then we're going to drop a boat under the temple and then that's going to just like, they're going to use the water to get into the temple. That sounds right. Sounds Mm -hmm. legit. Is this basically how it came out of their mouths when they put it together on paper? Yeah, bond me truck. I'm 100% sure that this is Wild Bill's plan. Can I just put this out there? It's actually not as bad. The idea, apparently, because they know so much about this uh, sound device, is that the Sky Strikers would come in. Uh, they would then peel off uh, before they got too damaged. Then uh, they, get wrecked, they, would, they would pull. They would, they would then pull out the uh, machine further so that it could like catch them as they're trying to escape and then the hang gliders come in because it's already on the edge and then they just you know just kind of slide it shove poop just knock them right over the edge well how does how does the science work on this uh chan oh uh, <laughs> quick, uh, quick note there at yes. some point in the middle of all of this yeah cobra commander takes his helmet off yes he does because for no reason he puts it back on like what the, unless he's got two helmets on what was that about Wait, it was like he a took weird his thing off? There he was had a, a hood, and then suddenly he had a helmet. Oh, oh okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, that clears it up. Right, right. Yeah. That's his battle helmet. His, his combat mark. helmet, because now he's in combat, because he's operating the Tempest machine. I'm going to put it out there that his peripheral vision in any of those things <laughs> the is worst. not going to be good. Oh, the, well, the whole plan seems to just rely on the fact that Cobra Commander is going to be an idiot who accidentally drives his laser beam off the cliff. I mean, they know him well. <laughs> I think, yeah. They know that, him be, well. That is the only solid part of this plan. <laughs> Guys, if we just fly planes around it, he'll f- fall off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you hand him a fly swatter, eventually he will kill himself. Eventually he will put it in his mouth, mm-hmm. and he will oh, choke to death. Have we gotten to the part yet where the sheik uh, drops out of the plane? No, that's the very next part right here. Okay. First up, but before we get there, Chan Glider Science. Uh, this thing uses sonic vibrations to knock things out of the sky and knock rivets loose. Why does it not work on on It only works on, on mechanical devices. As opposed to a glider, which is made of plastic. Uh, here's the thing: uh, the sonic screwdriver does not work on wood. Yeah. Uh, I would say that this is a giant sonic screwdriver. Okay, and the GI Joe gliders are made of wood. Or couldn't they be made of plastic? And also? therefore, a whip. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was a much more cogent answer than what I was expecting. So you get full credit, Chan. So That's before we, we get to the sheik, before we get to the sheik dropping out of the plane and 100% dying. The sheik is a hero in this moment, though. But this is where the 70s porno music comes in. I see. It's right around the time where I started writing doing in my notes. <laughs> oh, was that the boner you got because from the for 70s porno oh, music? Yeah, the grappling hook? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, I heard that. The <laughs> it's gra- the weirdest. Let me see if I can find it. It'd be kind of hard because it's real small, but it's right in the middle the here somewhere. grappling hook makes a boner uh, noise. <laughs> there it was. That's the, that's the sound <laughs> her doink. Her crossbow makes. That's the proud. sound crossbow makes, guys. I don't know yeah. what you guys' problem is. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen 1980s heavy metal <laughs> music videos. I know what sound a crossbow makes. You Thank mean you. heavy metal rock and roll music videos? Excuse me, heavy metal rock and roll mm. music videos. Um, so yeah, so Prince Ali. Oh, excuse me, Sheikh Ali. Ali Ababa. 
where's the genie? That's all I have to say. <laughs> the genie could have made all this shit go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he actually, like, they, they, they decide not to take him into the helicopter. And then he decides to chase after the copter. He's just like, no, you're, you've assaulted my homeland. Like, uh-huh, this guy's got uh-huh. some freaking pride in him mm-hmm. that I have not seen out of any Joe yeah. ever. You must face justice. Must face justice? Wait, can you play the part right before the Sheik chases after this? That's the normal music, though. Oh, my God. How do we forget that? I don't know. Yep, this is all the normal music. I don't know what I was hearing, man. Oh, you were playing 70s porn music in the background while you were watching watching it. (laughs) 70s porn. I didn't watch this episode at all. I just watched a parody porno of this episode. (laughs) Apparently, it was very simple. (laughs) Cobra's Um, bone waves. (laughs) Now, it would obviously be Cobra's pound waves. Yeah. Yeah, Ray wins. Wow. Ray wins. Uh, Yeah, I I don't like... Uh, admitting that you're right, <laughs> but you're correct. That is Cobra's pound wave. Um, but yeah, so uh, Prince, Prince Ali, god dang it. Sheik Ali. Uh, <laughs> Ali Ababa. God damn it. Sheik Ali, uh, like he has a, he has a, uh, most of the time when Destro and Cobra Commander go to escape, Scarlet or Duke, Flint, whoever, just immediately turns around and is like, well, they're gone. Yes. Sheik gives a shit. <laughs> You've blown up my oil fields. I have to <laughs> seek vengeance upon you. He chases up the helicopter, grabs on, and almost pulls himself into the helicopter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This dude should... I'm surprised he didn't join the Joes immediately after this, right? I think yeah. one of the Joes should have been like, hey, how come we've never tried that? Yeah. <laughs> we try going after them. I mean, usually we just say, ah, no. Usually they're, they're two feet away from us usually, and we don't even try. I mean, why, didn't they, why didn't they just take the Sheik with them, though, and then like they could like... Oh, Kidnap ran- him, ransom yeah. him. Well, they he was like, "No, we don't need you anymore." You know why? It's because they. Uh, uh, he was. He had murder on his mind, uh, and he was yeah. going to probably hurt them if he, he got in there. More like, trouble than yeah. he was worth. Yeah, and he could crash that copter. Oh, geez, that's another racially insensitive. Oh, God. God dang it! Can't do one <laughs> Middle East episode without me talking about crashing yeah. flying machines. Uh, so how do boomerangs work, Chan? <laughs> because uh, King uh, of Sheik segue. Ali King of the segue. falls out of the helicopter because Destro knocks him out because Destro's a G. I wrote that Sheik did. Like, I don't know how I did not. I was like, I don't care what they do. Uh, so what he you're is saying dead. is that if uh, you have a string <laughs> yes, explain and a me, weight please. at the other end of it yes. and you let go of that weight and it comes down yes. in an arc. And runs into something like, say, a wall, <laughs> uh, the force generated by gravity pulling down um, would splatter that weight against yeah. the wall. Or his arms would rip off the second he tried to grab those mm. ropes, yeah. or he would but, miss. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it literally creates kind of a slingshot effect in its own way, because it shoots around him, comes back, and then they sort of like yank him in as he's falling from a helicopter. Mm-hmm. 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 Which is a long way away. That is a long rope. Yeah. So, um, do you have like a like a, a scientific formula to explain how this exactly gets pulled off? Or uh, yeah, chic equals <laughs> plus solid, energy. Solid science. Yeah. Square. Solid science. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, then so essentially, let's just think about like long term, like what GI Joe did here today. Uh, they saved the chic, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. And the oil fields were like pretty well destroyed. Like maybe not all of them, but like they 
some serious damage. They, they really hurt damage. the infrastructure of this country. Yeah. And we celebrate with non-appropriate cuisine for a Muslim nation. I feel like... Um, Okay, a hot links definitely not halal. Yeah, uh, I, just, I however, mean, they could have been turkey. Uh, they're hot links where from you, Texas. Where are you finding a turkey? In 1984. <laughs> also, crepe Suzettes actually may have been a thing. Yeah, we oh, may have Suzette's introduced totally crepe uh, uh, crepe Suzettes flambe to a Muslim country in the mid 80s. That is that is a cultural yeah. uh, boundary that we've crossed. And, I, I buy and, that. Well, and again, remember the other episode when everybody's shocked that Roadblock can actually cook something? He cooks something like every single episode he's in. Yeah. He owns a restaurant that they've all been to. I'll mm-hmm. say it again. I'm mm-hmm. picturing like the, the aftermath of this being... Uh, uh, Wild Bill made those hot links. Yes. And he laced them with some sort of mind-altering drug, <laughs> and everyone is going ah. to have an orgy. And then uh, the other dude, Roadblock, who made the crepe Suzette, is going to be like really mad because he he like really put some care and time and effort into making <laughs> these crepes. And he's going to be like, "God damn it! Can't you can't you just put your drugs down for a second, man?" God. Wild Bill, <laughs> I'm introducing French cuisine to the Middle East expertly crafted mm-hmm. and you make everyone trip balls five seconds into it <laughs> with your with your completely not kosher <laughs> I mean these are pork links right like I'm not missing something I mean, there could be other kinds of links right I had thought he said wings I think I just misheard it but it was hot links that's hot what links. I got out of it what yeah, is a hot I don't think what hot is a hot is link it? it's a spicy uh, like a sausage pigs in a blanket okay. maybe kind of a thing but, what? It, but you can make- <laughs> You could wrap the crepe Suzette in the hot link, and you could have pig, uh, pigs in a blanket, which is a pig product, which is not Muslim friendly. But we're not 100% sure he made pig links. He could have made beef links. Yeah. Gina, uh, I don't, apparently you're not from Texas. Look up Texas hot links and tell me if it says they 100% of the time have to be made with pork. I have a strange feeling you're about to get clowned right now, Gina. <laughs> Here's the thing even if it says they do, he could have made it differently. He just brought them with him? He must have found a cow in the desert. A a sacred cow. And he (laughs) murdered it. A sacred cow. I mean, we're assuming the Sheik, like, the Sheik probably has stores of food. And he could like like hot links, for example. He, no, Texas no. hot links. He, no, he could have gone in there and found like lots of ground beef. Oh, hold on, we have a third party coming in with the answer to our question. I mean, yes, if you beef hot links. Yes, we're talking about Texas hot links. Are a thing. Yes. Now. Yes. The original hot link, uh, the Pittsburgh brand hot link, Pittsburgh. was a beef and pork combination. Okay, yes. so there was That's pork in it. But what about the Texas ones? Mr. Charlie Hasselbeck of German descent brought the hot Thank link you. recipe to Camp County, Texas in 1897. Oh. Okay. Today they are known as the Pittsburgh brand hot links. So you're telling me that this guy only knows how to make one kind of hot link despite the fact that you can also make them a different Are way? you telling me that someone who is Texas born and bred, loves Texas, yeehaw, don't mess with Texas, is going to bring out like some like... Some All other hot links? other non yes, in the I think Texan version. I, I he's am, in the Middle East. You might yeah. as well ask him to he's bring out. He's culturally sensitive. No, he is not. No, he is one hundred percent not. Dare you? Also, From this episode, I gathered that he was. He also, makes me look culturally sensitive. The other option, the other option, although my first option is totally viable, <laughs> is the sure, Sheik Gina. is the only one there that's not part of the Joes. 
So he could have no, made all those links. There were other the, people in the room with them at the table. But there were a ton of Joes. So he probably, he could have easily oh, oh, made I see. them. Crepes, crepes for you Muslims. <laughs> Hot links for we Americans. I would say crepes for like Muslims and vegetarians. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who on the this Joe is team a is a vegetarian? Option. I'm sure someone is a vegetarian. Scarlet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's no chance Scarlett doesn't just love her some hot links. Maybe. Made with pork. I mean, I bet I could see Snake Eyes being a vegetarian. Okay, I could see that yep. totally. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. eats, he eats, he just eats leaves. Yeah. I'm fine with that. So, Gina, uh, that's the end of the episode. Did we pass the Bechtel test today? We did not. Oh, no, I'm shocked. Shocking that a, a 1980s episode of a cartoon set in the Middle East hey. did not feature many women. You know what? We, we've had three so far. Three successes. That's already more than we were expecting to have in the entire run of the show. We've had three. Okay. In 24 episodes. 24 episodes. I mean, that's more than 10%. It is is more than I expected, to be honest. I mean, how do you know some of those, like, Cobra Commander's guards weren't women? Even if they have manly voices. (laughs) Yeah, they they could identify as women. You don't know. They could identify as women. We've got some Caitlyn Jenners running around in Cobra and Cobra outfits. So this is more believable than the fact that the guy made all beef hot links? You know what? Yes. <laughs> I will believe that Caitlyn Jenner is a Cobra soldier more than I would believe Wild Bill was culturally sensitive enough to actually bring all beef hot links <laughs> with him to he the Middle East. bring them. He looked at the food stores and saw what he could make do with what not was even, there. No, do not he pee on my leg and turn me a sausage. Yes. Yeah. Don't even try. Time. Don't you watch cooking shows? They make their own all sausage the all the time. Yes, but they ain't Wild Bill. He can grill. He's a grill master. Do you know what the casings are for a sausage, Gina? I mean, no, they can they can be made of various things. I worked on a show that had to do with food trucks one time. Okay, and there was a food truck that did not use uh, pig products. In 1984. In Saudi Arabia, I'm saying, do you think? Well, in Saudi Arabia, it definitely wouldn't be pork products. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably where they probably invented the non-pork hot link. Yeah. No. <laughs> no to all of you right now. No. Nope. No, I don't care if this goes on another 30 minutes. I'm going to have to no, set you No, listen. Straight. If we took a vote of everyone in this room right now, I think Manser and I are on the same page. And Sarah is on the same page. We don't we don't talk about Sarah on this show. <laughs> She's the observer. I mean, I did just uh, Google Saudi breaker. Arabian sausage, and the first two things are chicken sausage suppliers in Saudi Arabia and beef sausage Thank suppliers you. in Saudi Arabia. But that's not what Wild Bill did. You don't I'm know that. Sorry, you don't know that. Also, IKEA's Saudi Arabian catalog is a total sausage party. <laughs> I well, believe I'm, we're getting off track. On that note, I think it's time to wrap up the show. That was <laughs> Cobra Soundwaves episode 24. See, there was a lot more going on than you gave it credit for at the start. We had a whole hot link discussion that lasted <laughs> way too long. That means there wasn't anything going on in the episode. Uh, hot links are going on in the episode, and now I'm hungry for pigs in a blanket. Hot links Thank and you. giant mechanical crabs. I wonder if that crab was kosher. <laughs> no, because it's a... It's a uh, uh, but it's a robot. Yeah, but it's still a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Crustacean? It's a robot. Shellfish? Yeah. shellfish. Shellfish, thank you. <laughs> but it's a robot. It's not really a shellfish. So much it's culture. It's still in the shape. <laughs> Guys, okay, no, I want an answer to this from the, from the <laughs> listeners. Does the robot crab count as kosher? You check in with your viewpoints. I want to know. 
Check out Facebook.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. I want an answer to my question, people. <laughs> Our Twitter is G.I. Joe Podcast, in case you've gone looking for it and can't find it. At G.I. Uh, Joe Podcast. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much, Matt Manser, for joining us. You're welcome. Pleasure as always. <laughs> Do you got any uh, shows coming yeah, up? You or, plug? Uh, where, do they, where do they find you online if they're looking for you? Uh, Twitter, at uh, MansurMatt. Mm. Reversed it. You can do that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Do you have any shows coming up we need to know about? Um, nah. No. Well, good enough for me. I've won in an hour, but that's not really helpful. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so anyway, catch me on Twitter, guys. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And we are going to need some uh, viewer feedback coming on. Why are you showing me the Sports Illustrated sneaker phone commercial? Because I know why you're showing me because it's needs amazing. To see the guys, Sports Illustrated we're going to get out of here right now. Hit us up on Facebook.com slash Knowing the Podcast. We're going to watch the shoe commercial and good night now. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny? So it's it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like, donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Score Bunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh, but my Ash God. Is like, Ash is still the main character of the f- anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah. So Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Score Bunny. And Score Bunny's like... Is it because like, he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> if you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.